Hey, everyone, and thank you for tuning in live. It is Sunday, October 23rd at 1 p.m. And this is Skill Building Sunday here on the Reinventing the Tattoo Network. I am your host, Jason Leeser. And if this is working for you, please let us know in the comments and the chats. And please tag a friend who loves tattoos. And welcome to Guy Aitchison's Reinventing the Tattoo community where tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are encouraged to join in these live streams, real-world events, to share and inspire, and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. We beam out nearly every day and, with your help, have evolved into a quality network of amazing live and on-demand tattoo and art shows that have all been receiving rave reviews. You can find Reinventing the Tattoo in both of the app stores, the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store, we have a YouTube channel. We also have a Roku channel where we've got 12 to 15 channels going out at any given time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can also find our podcast in all of the major podcast directories, such as Apple and Spotify. But no matter where you are watching or tuning in from, live or on demand, you can always get the latest and greatest information and updates at www.reinventingthetattoo.com. You can try it out for free. We've got a ton of sample webinars, um, sample course, sample selections from the Reinventing the Tattoo Canon. We've got free advice from Guy Aitchison about you know, unique goals and setting goals. We've got a comprehensive tattoo history course from Jay Brown. You can also find the event schedule with a full weekly and special event live stream calendar. Uh, you can also find the Reinventing the Tattoo 24-7 channel, where we've got 13 channels playing 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We also offer a number of professional development courses from 20 world-class tattoo artists. Once again, if this is working for you and you can hear me clearly, please drop a comment in the chat um, and let me know. This way, it's not just kind of dead air. Um, I always hate it when that happens. Uh, we also have a number of weekly staple shows for everyone to tune into, starting on Sundays at 1 p.m. with me, Jason Leeser, uh, for the Skill Building Sunday Drawing Group, where we go through and we work on different skills, and we talk about some of the skills that we develop in art and how that can translate to tattooing. Starting on Mondays at 9 a.m., we have Drawing for Tattooers with James Wisdom, where we discuss basic drawing techniques and strategies. That's followed at 11 a.m. with the Tattoo Weekly broadcast hosted by Lauren Gregory, Jake Meeks, and Gabe Ripley. That's followed at 5 p.m. with Let's Talk About Feelings with Robbie Ripple, uh, where we go through and we discuss our feelings about certain things. It's one of the lesser known and lesser encouraged topics in today's day and age, but it's very critical for all of us tattooers out there. That's followed at 9 p.m. with a subscriber exclusive drawing group led by Sandy McAndrew of the Reinventing the Tattoo Network, and that is at 9 p.m. Tuesdays at 10 a.m., we have the Tuesday Fields Drawing Group with Ricardo Certivant, very good friend of mine, incredibly talented artist, and one hell of a tattooer as well. And that's followed on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. with the Tattoo Now Show hosted by Gabe Ripley. And on Thursdays at 6 p.m., we have the Tattoo Collecting 101 podcast with Fawn Baker. 
Um, we have a number of real world events coming up. Uh, the soonest of which is actually starting tomorrow morning. It's the Needle Jig Northeast Meetup, where we will have a number of different people gathering together from around the country to go through and take some seminars. Um, would like to go through and take a minute to thank a few of our sponsors and some of the people that make this show happen, starting with worldtattooevents.com, the largest, most comprehensive resource for tattoo events worldwide. They are constantly updating as we live in this post-pandemic world. We know that all types of things are constantly getting rescheduled and moved around and postponed. So the best way that you can keep up to date with the latest and greatest tattoo event information coming to a city or town near you, or maybe it's a city or town that you want to go and visit, um, you can always find the latest and greatest tattoo event information at worldtattooevents.com. Next, we have DLize Pro, also known as Dermalize in the rest of the world. Uh, protect your art. If you're still using plastic wrap to wrap your tattoos after you're done with them, maybe it's time to upgrade, right? This stuff was designed by wound care specialists specifically designed to heal tattoos. You cannot go wrong with DLize Pro. Your tattoos are gonna heal better faster and brighter than ever before. And TattooNow.com, technology for tattooers, the leading edge in professional development, management, and digital tools for tattooers of all levels. They're constantly upgrading everything. They're super competitive with any type of CRM and mailing list or any other type of software out there as far as scheduling goes. You cannot beat TattooNow.com for being the leading edge in tattoo technology across the board. So take a look at tattoonow.com. And of course, this wouldn't be reinventing the tattoo without a very personal and professional thank you to the man and the plan himself, Guy Itchison, who you can find at guyitchison.com. He is the founder and inspiration behind reinventing the tattoo. Go to guyhson.com where you can pick up a copy of his Biomech Encyclopedia, some of his DVDs. He's got some custom coil machines for sale, a few original oil paintings, as well as numerous prints and a whole lot more. All for sale at guyhson.com. Would also like to go through and thank two of the Reinventing the Tattoo Network affiliates, starting with the Apprenticeship Diaries, hosted by Amy Nichols for people that are looking to get into tattooing, take a look at the Apprenticeship Diaries. It's going to give you some insight as far as what it is you should expect during a tattoo apprenticeship. As well, the Fireside Tattoo Network, hosted by Jake Meeks. Um, for those of you that are looking for an alternate source of information that's got a ton of really great quality content, take a look at Fireside Tattoo Network. As always, we always ask that uh, you always post positive reviews on the channel and help us get the word out. Um, you know, we try to do this as often as we can, and we try to do this for the right reasons. And we always ask that other people encourage other people to tune in. If you would like to host a Reinventing the Tattoo event, or maybe you want to become a sponsor of the community, maybe you're looking for a fine art or a tattoo critique, you can find all of that and more at management at reinventingthetattoo.com. 
just shoot us an email. We'll be happy to get back to you as soon as we can. Um, we're always looking to host and help out with new events and new projects. So please shoot us an email if you have any interest in becoming a part of this community. And now it's time for our show. So today's show is going to be pretty short, um, simply because shortly after I get done with the show today, um, I will actually be heading up to Jiminy Peak for the Needle Jig Northeast Meetup. Um, which brings me to the topic of today's kind of session, which is networking. Networking can be an unbelievably valuable part of your tattoo career. Um, some people don't really put a whole lot of emphasis and they don't really put too much value on networking, but through networking, you can gain skills and insight that you might not have ever had. You can learn tips and tricks about different things from different people all over the world. You know, it's like, and you don't necessarily have to network in person, become involved in a tattoo community. Find a quality group of tattoo artists that are willing to help each other and share information. That's part of the reason why I joined the Reinventing the Tattoo Network. Um, it's also why I'm active in several other different tattoo artist communities, you know, throughout the interweb. Um, through these communities, I've been able to network with different people. And I can tell you right now for a fact, I can go pretty much anywhere pretty much anywhere in, in the world and have a spot to tattoo. All I have to do is reach out to a couple of people through the network that I've created. And I have somewhere where I can go and I can make money. The world is really a much smaller place than a lot of us think it is. Um, even with the advent of the interweb, shrinking everything down even further, all it takes is reaching out, developing that network and growing those communication skills. Networking can teach you more than you could ever imagine, from better ways to run your studio to better ways to do tattoos, better ways to saturate color or do outlines. It can really help get you the information that you might not otherwise have access to. So I always encourage people to grow their network, meet other people from different places, you know, maybe go and work at a smaller local convention. And find people that don't live anywhere near you and aren't from anywhere around you. Go and talk to those people. Talk to them, find out what they're like, become friends with them, you know, help them out if they need help. You would be surprised at what that can do and how much people are willing to open up to you if you just go and talk to them. Some people are a bit more shy, totally understandable. Some people are a bit more closed off. I get that as well. But it's through expanding our own personal networks and gaining knowledge we wouldn't otherwise have. That's what helps a lot of people become better tattooers. So that's just a little bit of food for thought as far as uh, networking goes in today's tattoo day and age. We've got uh, Carolina on here today. She says hi uh, on the Facebook. And we've got Kyle Olson joining us on the YouTube. What's up, Kyle? 
hope everyone's doing well today and uh hope everyone is perfect hope everyone's having a great day i'm going to work on this painting for just a little while today uh, but as i did mention earlier today is going to be a little bit of a shorter uh session a shorter video simply because i still have a lot more stuff to pack up in my car And who is this that we have that joined us? Well, someone just joined the Zoom. Not quite sure who, but I'm sure we'll find out in just a few minutes. Let's see if they actually join us. Ooh. I always like it when people jump into the show. Makes me feel not quite so alone. Not that I really feel super alone anyway, but it's always nice to be able to converse with other people. Yeah, if you guys have any questions today about anything, by all means, please reach out, shoot a comment, drop a comment, ask a question in the, um, the comments area on the live stream. We'd be happy to answer any questions you might have about just about anything. As some of you may know, I was out at the Resurrection Island Tattoo Convention last weekend, and that was an absolutely unbelievably silky smooth, well-run show. I will definitely be heading back to it next year. So anyone out there that might be looking for tattoo convention reviews, by all means, please hit me up. I've worked at some really great shows and some shows that could probably use a little bit of improvement. But, oh, we've got um, Medusa. Medusa's with us. Hi there. Hey, Medusa. Working. Yeah. Hey, it's and Gabe and Fawn. Hi. Hey, Hi. how's it going, guys? Jiminy Peas. We're at Jiminy Peas setting up. Or they nice. are. I'm out here. Enjoying our coffee. My coffee's yeah. empty, so I'm no longer in the grocery store. Yeah, if you guys need me to bring anything, let me know. Um, I was planning on bringing like an easel and like some painting stuff, but like, I don't know what's going on this weekend. I actually didn't bring any painting stuff with me because last year I had my hands so busy with technology that I didn't even really do anything with it at all. So yeah. I, yeah. I was going to bring my painting stuff, but then I also realized that last year, because I'm flying, uh, paintings don't really do well. On yes. The plane. Yeah. The yeah. oil paint oil oil paintings especially. Yeah. Oil Did paintings not especially. Not good. Yeah. We yeah, met a couple of cool kids at the airport and brought them along. They're already headed over here. 
I found him at the airport and saw a needle jig sticker on their Pelican case. And I was like, you come with us. Nice. Yeah. So I had a fun drive over here. It was was probably way less awkward than a random Uber driver. Oh yeah. I did did say something though. Like what is it with people this day and age that just get into a vehicle with a random stranger all willy nilly? Am I that trustworthy looking? Like, I mean, I'll take it as a compliment. I would trust you. It's like cross country a couple times, so you know it, 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 it takes a lot of effort to murder somebody. Yeah? It does. And, uh, not that I would recommend it, but well, I think that a lot more people are not willing to go through that effort than people that are willing to do it. So I'll take my chances, and you know, if I die, well, at least I died being a good, trusting person, believing the best in people. That's what they can say. What do you think? Huh? Yeah, positive. Look on the bright side. Yeah, it's always good to think positively about lots and lots of lots of things. Like getting murdered. Well, I just bank on the fact that a lot of people are just too lazy to commit murder. That is true. Because yeah. like there's a lot of work that goes into that and like disposing of a body properly so you don't get caught and go to jail. Oh, that's so difficult. On the other hand, don't take drinks from strangers. What was that, Gabe? No. Yeah, still still didn't quite get that, but something about something, something, something mumble something. Exactly. Oh, are we going to be doing the Monday night evolution class at the bar? Hell yeah. You've gotten some uh, work done on that machine there, Jason. Not really. I have, believe it or not, I have not worked on this machine at all in the past like two weeks. I think the last time I saw it, you were still sketching like the spider web designs in. Oh, okay. Okay. So So in that case, yes, I have. Yeah. That's cool. They drop my brush everywhere. Yeah, if there's um, if there's anything I need to bring media-wise, let me know. Um, I'm trying not to really be like super media guy this year. Um, I'm trying to you know do a little bit more with like the note-taking aspect of things, but I am down to bring some media stuff if need be. Just let me know. That's all I need. I think we'll already have three full setups here. Oh, okay, cool. Not counting like iPads and phones and all of those accoutrements. Other types of improvised setups. Cool. Yeah, it should be a great time. Um, I was planning on, like I said, bringing an easel, some acrylic paints, a couple of paintings I've been working on. Um, and even some stuff that like I'm partway through, but I haven't really done too much with. So if anyone wanted to jump in and work on something like that, I'll also probably have a pad of watercolor paper, a couple of blank canvases, some brushes, paints and stuff like that too. So if anyone wants to, you know, paint while they're up there, 
and they don't have anything, grab something of mine. I've got like half of an art supply store sitting in my house. I don't need all of this art supplies. I don't. Hell yeah. So, and I'm, you know me, I'm one to share whatever I have with whoever. Mr. B. McGiverson, uh, what is your ETA? Uh, All kind of depends on when the session ends. All right. I'm going to take like another hour or so after the session ends to finish packing the car. Um, And then I'll be heading up and it's about a four hour drive. Okay. So figure whenever this ends, if we end this in a half hour, that'll be two o'clock figure an hour to finish packing the car. That'll be three o'clock. Four hour drive is seven o'clock. That's if I don't stop at a lot of bars on the way there. Uh, so I take it I should check into the room. I mean, you can. I, it's under my name, but I mean, you can try to. I'll just hang out. Yeah, I mean, I can always call them um, and tell them that you'll be checking in for me. And then you can like go in there, rest, relax, do that voodoo. Yeah, I think check-ins at four, so there's still some time. Yeah. Uh, what did you? What were you going to teach in your episode today? Uh, today was going to be about networking and how building a network can really be super beneficial for a lot of things such as meeting awesome people from the other side of the country. Concur. I concur. Um, How it can also bring you benefits and enlighten you to certain things that you might not have otherwise known if it wasn't for said network. You know, it can teach you different skills about lining, color value, color packing, um, you know, black and gray shading, you name it. Through the network we build, we can learn all of this advanced stuff that we might not otherwise have any clue about. And that can make or break a tattoo artist's career. And there is no one out there in the world that can convince me otherwise. So how do you suggest somebody start networking if they literally do not know anybody? Like, what is the very first baby step? Go to a show. Go to Find a convention near you. Go to a show and find someone that doesn't live anywhere near you and go and talk to them. Ask them if you can just sit down and ask them a few questions whenever they have a minute. You know, yeah. ask them. Yeah. Go ahead. Online networking advice for those who either can't make it to a show or so, are socially awkward to... Online networking is a little bit different. Um, I don't recommend going through Facebook because a lot of the Facebook groups out there for tattoo artists are not productive, for lack of a better term. Um, <laughs> you got something to say about that, Gary? 
they can be, they can actually be the opposite of productive. So I don't recommend going through Facebook groups. I do recommend finding quality networks of different artists, such as the reinventing the tattoo network. Um, and maybe jumping into some of the live streams there or just following along and reaching out to some of the people that are on them, asking them, asking them questions and say, Hey, I'm trying to grow my my network a little bit more what you know how can i do this can you introduce me to people um you know be friendly reach out to people on instagram you know it's a really good way to do it yeah those are really good points um what would you suggest would be like an opener like how would you open up conversation with a tattooist that if you were somebody who's socially awkward, a little bit shy of reaching out, but really want to talk to somebody, what, how would you suggest opening up that conversation? Or I mean, like, there's got to be people out there watching that would really benefit from that. I mean, this day and age, everybody's a little socially awkward. So honestly, the best thing you can do is reach out to someone and say, hey, listen, I love your work. I've been following you for a little while. Um, you know, I've got a thousand questions about how you achieve X, Y, and Z, whether it's color saturation, contrast, smooth gradients, clean line work, whatever. Um, you know, would you, would you be willing to answer a few questions for me? Um, or, you know, are you going to be coming to a town near me soon? Can I book an appointment? Getting tattooed by people is a great way to go through and build that network. Um, you know, you have to put yourself out there. You have to, you have to be willing to risk that kind of rejection in order to get that kind of reward, you know, because if you're not willing to risk that kind of like a, Hey, thanks for following my work, but you know, I'm really not in a position to answer questions. If you're not willing to risk that kind of an answer, then you're never going to get to meet the people out there that will turn around and be like, yo, what questions do you have? I'll answer whatever you got. No, so you have to put yourself out there a little bit more. Um, some people are going to be very closed off. That's their prerogative. You know, they have that right. Some people are going to be completely and totally open books. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, man, let's, let's hop on a Zoom and we'll take a look. And, you know, I'll walk you through a couple of things that, you know, you could really benefit from. Um, and it, but if you never take that risk out there to really meet people, then you're never going to have the opportunity to gain that kind of knowledge. You know, tattoo artists are a lot more friendly than a lot of people give us credit for. And, you know, perfect example is this past weekend. I got to meet a guy that, um, his tattoo lineage extends through Gil Monty, Right one of the like great tattoo artists from the last generation. Right. And I mean, this dude had some stories and it was awesome, but I would have never known if I hadn't introduced myself. Right. Um, yeah. You know, getting out to shows, getting out to conventions, meeting people in person and shaking their hand is always going to be beneficial. If you don't have that option, say you live in like, the middle of nowhere underneath a rock and all you have is an internet connection and you are the only person 
within like 400 square miles that tattoos. Okay, cool. Go online, you know, do all of your networking online, do it that way, meet people and then travel, right? And go and meet someone else from the next town over. If you're living under a rock, just get out from under the rock a little bit. Um, Sometimes it takes a big move, a big change in order to accomplish things like that. Sometimes it does. I mean, look at Kyle. Kyle, Kyle was picked up and left and Kyle moved to Ohio. Little Kyle B literally threw a pin on a map and was just like, gonna go over there. He's like, I'm gone. Yeah, actually, he is inspiring me. I'm all thinking now, I was like, maybe I should like change the scenery a little bit for a change of networking and resources. Because sometimes, like, I think that it's really possible that you're not, if you're only, if you're limiting yourself to a certain area, then so is your networking, so is your continued education, everything is limited to that certain area too. Absolutely. It comes back to the old adage, to accomplish something that you've never been able to accomplish before, you have to do things that you've never done before. You know, sometimes that means moving. Sometimes it's as easy as literally saying, you know what, here's a show over here, like Puerto Rico, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Where there's a ton of international artists that are all going to be meeting up there from all over the world. And I mean, these guys are top tier artists. This is like a, for lack of a better term, this is like a grade A small convention with super high quality artists, very small quantity. Mm -hmm but super high quality, right? But they're from all over. You know, the first year I worked it, I could walk around, I could sit down and pick Victor Chill's brain, right? I could, I could sit next to him and watch him work and ask him questions. I could do that with James Tex. I could do that with Calais Corson, right? From Europe. You're you know, a- all of these people. Sometimes it takes saving money and just making a trip out there. And just asking people if you can ask them questions. That's what I'm doing. Exactly. And you would be surprised at how beneficial that's going to be. It's going to take your mind. Maybe you'll see an artist that's using a machine that you were always told wasn't that good. Maybe it's one of those like cheapo Amazon machines, right? Maybe you see an artist that's using one of those cheapo Amazon machines that's creating this gorgeous tattoo right? But you would never know that unless you were there watching. You know, and you were watching the way that they work. What angle are they holding their machine at? How fast are they moving their hand? What size tattoo pins are they using? What's the stroke length on the machine? You know, what voltage are they running it at? These are all things that you can find out by going and watching an artist's work in person. You can sit down and you can watch all different types of stuff from all different types of people all over YouTube. But the, it's going to be a completely different experience when you go and you watch them in person. You know, you can watch their hand movement. You can watch their angle of um, their angle of tattooing with the machine. Are they holding it like, you know, at an extreme tattoo. angle and just packing everything in as they go? Or are they feathering everything out right off the tips and just blending, 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 
you know, teasing everything out as they go? Are they dipping into water a lot to thin out their pigments so they can create a glaze effect? You don't know this stuff unless you watch them tattoo in person. You can pick up on little subtleties that maybe they wouldn't otherwise have noticed that could completely and totally change the way that you do everything. And it all starts with asking questions and saying, you know what? I'm going to go and do this. I wanted to know how Clint Danroth tattooed and why I was so attracted to his work. Clint Danroth lives on the West coast of Canada, all the way over in British Columbia. It is a hike for me to get out there. So I was like, you know what? Let me see if he's working any shows. And he was working at the London convention. Well, guess what? It's just as long of a flight from here to British Columbia, from where I live to British Columbia, as it is from where I live to London, England. That makes sense. So I was like, okay, he's working at the London show. Let me meet him, meet up with him, schedule an appointment with him in London at London, and I'll get tattooed by him. Why not? What do I have to lose? Even if he doesn't answer any questions I have, even if we don't talk at all and I just show up and he tattoos me and I go home, I get to watch him work and I get to remember what it, what he used on what parts, how he moved his machine, what he was running it at. I can, I can figure out all of this little stuff. And I wear the tattoo so I can remember, I remember when he was doing this line like this and he went all the way up, did a little hook and then brought it back down to taper a line. You know, I can remember when he was doing this color and then let that calm down while he worked on this area. And then he went back to this area and did another color over top to get that effect. Even if I, he never answered a single question, I could pick up on stuff like that just because I went there to get tattooed. You know, a lot of times it takes putting in that effort to go through and actually say, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to advance. And when you make that kind of decision, you would be absolutely astounded at what you can learn from different people all over the place. Who knows? Maybe you'll come up with a lifetime friend like me and Fibs. It was a random chance encounter in Rome. I got, tat got my knee tattooed. Didn't plan on getting tattooed at all while I was there. He was there taking walk-ups. I got tattooed and now we're friends. Hell you know? yeah. And he's like the nicest guy out there. Like, he sends me a text on my birthday just to wish me a happy birthday from a random chance encounter. Do you want to meet the randos I stole from the airport? Sure. <laughs> with trusting hopping strangers car randos? I, I would ask them if they're comfortable with being on a live stream. Is that cool? All right. Hello. I'm hey, how's it going? Pleasure Hi. to meet you. What was that? Region? Appleton, Wisconsin. Awesome. 
Wisconsin's one of those uh, states I was looking at work, working at a show out there. Um, I'm starting to get my convention scheduled together for next year. And I was looking at one out in Wisconsin. So don't be surprised yeah. if I stop up to your neck of the woods. Uh, yeah, I'll be there. Not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, what's your name? Where do you work? Kelsey at Blackthorn. Kelsey at Blackthorn. It's a pleasure to have you on here today. Thank you. I think this will be a really good step in your career because she's an apprentice. So being here is going to like (laughs) get you off on the right start. That's for sure. Once again, you made the decision to come out, do networking, take some seminars. You made that decision. You're going to be floored. You're going to end up with more business cards and networks, like different people in different areas than you can ever imagine after this weekend. Guaranteed. Yeah, like all the people we've been talking to and talking about are all people we met here last year. Awesome. Yeah. Like, for example, right? Say you wanted to get tattooed by Fibs, his books are closed, whatever, but you know Medusa and Medusa knows me. So you could easily reach out to her, she could reach out to me, and I could call him. Right? Like six degrees to Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Right? Everyone knows everyone through at like six other people. It's all about your network, you know, but if you live under a rock, you're never going to know, you know, Medusa's coming down to the Puerto Rico show this year. Um, and she's hanging out in the booth with me. We met last year at the, the BYOB. Yeah. I'm not working. I'm just going down to be there to like network. And if I can help out at the booth. I'm going to introduce her to all types of people like James and Anthony Tex, uh, Devin Cooley, Harlan Cantner, Fibs, Yalzi. Um, oh, there are going to be so many. You're people sharing there. a booth with Yalzi, right? No, no. Yalzi is oh, one of the hosts. Oh, I thought you would. Oh, that makes a whole lot of sense. You know, it is in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Duh. Wow. I said that live on air, guys. <laughs> It's not my first time embarrassing myself. It won't be the lighthouse. Yeah, but I'm going to give her the whole grand tour. I think Dave is coming down again. I'll introduce her to Dave. Um, I actually was just looking at the website and scroll, scrolling through the artists and stuff while we've been chit-chatting. It's pretty awesome. They got a great lineup this year. Yeah. Yeah, actually, a guy that works about a half hour away from here, I didn't even know it, but he's heading down and he's working at the show as well. Uh, my friend Mike Nemo from the Inkwell 215. Um, I just saw him post that up the other day as well, that he's going to be down there working at that. And um, I got to work next to Mike at the Skin Industry Expo up in Allentown, Pennsylvania this past February and was an absolute blast. Um, He is a great human being, absolutely incredible tattoo artist. Um, I love his stuff and he's a great guy. So can't go wrong. And the dude works literally 30 minutes away from me. Had no idea he was going. It's going to be awesome, especially going down to Port. Well, what's the weather going to be like down there? Wonderful. Probably better than the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> uh, it's going to be sunny and like 80s every day. 
I am so stoked to be there in December. Right? That's why I go every year. That's amazing. I think the last time I went down, it rained like one day out of the entire week I was down there. The rest of the time, it was gorgeous. I have a question. Can you name the top five conventions and conferences that you would suggest would be the best places to network? If you could limit it only to five. If I, uh, in the U.S. or worldwide? Um, let's do U.S. for right now. Okay. Uh, U.S. territory. Depending, depending on the style of work that you wanted to do, I would actually recommend different shows. Um, different shows are geared towards different styles, even though lots of them have, you know, try to have like a collection of artists that do different stuff. Um, I found that there are definitely certain shows that cater more towards specific styles of tattooing. Uh, For example, look at um, uh, what is it? The Bay Area Convention uh, out in San Francisco. I I think that's the one. Uh, The Golden State, the Golden State Expo. Sorry. Um, For black and gray artists, you can't go wrong. Photorealism artists, you can't go wrong. That is like the place to network for realism. Um, Same thing with the New York Expo. However, if you were into something more like illustrative work or Japanese work, I would recommend Pagoda City um, in Reading, Pennsylvania. I would recommend the Austin Tattoo Invitational. Uh, I would recommend, oh Lord, um, the San Diego Invitational for more illustrative and Japanese work. Uh, For new school work, I would recommend a whole bunch of different stuff. So like, once again, it all kind of depends on the style. Uh, For like Neotrad and Illustrative, once again, Austin, um, San Diego, uh, even Philadelphia to an extent, just because of the volume of artists that are at the Philly show. Same thing with Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore is not very specific but there's such a volume of artists there that you can network with people from all over the country and you're bound to walk up and down an aisle and see people that do the type of work that you like. So, I mean, just purely based on volume, I would say Philly, Baltimore and Chicago. Um, But if you're looking to get specific and network within a specific style, that's going to be another, another beast to tackle. I would prevent, I would present entire, entirely different lists. Um, in North America, if you really wanted to get into like illustrative tattooing, I would say hit up Calgary, uh, Montreal, or no, Calgary, um, Winnipeg, the Deadly Convention, if that goes on again next year, Austin Tattoo Invitational and San Diego Invitational. Because the San Diego Invitational has a lot of the same artists that used to be over at the London Tattoo Convention, which is no longer a thing, right? So in order to network with those top tier artists, because the London Tattoo Convention was like the World Cup of tattooing, right? It was the top 1% of tattooers in the world that were at this show. 
you could watch Shige from Japan, right? Tattooing Ooh. next to Mike Rubendahl, who was tattooing next to Nico Hurtado, <laughs> who was tattooing next to Mike Chambers, right? And that was in <laughs> one room. That's one room. Okay, then in another room, you'll have people like Teresa Sharp tattooing next to James Tax and Anthony Tax, who might be tattooing next to Clint Danroth, who might be tattooing next to Dean Sacred from Auckland, New Zealand. Um, you know, you would have like all stars in every single room. Steve Butcher usually worked at that one. So he could be tattooing next to guys like Arlo, who could be tattooing next to, you know, whoever else. Uh, Bob Tyrell's worked the London show a few times. Paul Booth's worked the London show a few times. Philip Liu has been at the London show more than a handful of times, you know? So in order to get that same kind of feeling, Bill Canales, who's the organizer of the San Diego Invitational, invited everyone that was at London the last year that it went on to the San Diego Invitational that he was throwing to try to get the same groups of people together only over in the US. That's kind of what I understand. Um, I was, I've been very, very privileged uh, in the tattoo convention scene to be given guided and personalized introductions to a lot of people over at the London show. Um, and it blew my mind. It absolutely blew my mind. When you have an artist that's top tier that's literally walking you around saying, come on, come over here. Let me introduce you to this guy. And it's someone whose work you've been looking at and admiring for most of your life. And they're giving you personalized introductions to that person. It's an incredible experience, right? But the Austin Tattoo Invitational, once again, that one's taking off. That one's recruiting a lot of the same people that were at the Deadly Show, the San Diego invitational um a lot of the people that were up at winnipeg a lot of the people that were up at the calgary show so there are a lot of people that you'll see that travel in the same circles um so i would say look paris is another great example if you want to look at more international shows Teresa sharp's heading over to paris to work at the paris show so is my friend clement zio from malaysia so is um, one of his good friends from Taiwan. He'll be over there. Uh, like you're going to get, especially at international shows, like bigger international shows, you're going to get such a collection of amazing artists from everywhere, right? From all over the globe. And if you take the initiative and you save your money and you head over and you just go, you don't have to work at them just go and visit walk around for three days introduce yourself to every single artist there every single one of them and you know what you're bound to end up with a few friends Guar statistically speaking it would be impossible for you not to end up with like one good solid friend out of meeting 300 of the world's best artists statistically speaking you will make friends there it's going to happen i can't unless you're just a total douchebag <laughs> that's on you you can't yeah. make friends that's your fault yeah you can't be <laughs> arrogant you can't be pompous you can't be egotistical humble yourself you're around the one percent of the leading people in this industry you know but if you play your cards right 
you'll you'll be offered an extended stay in Scotland for as long as you want. Living at someone's house for free, working for them, making money for as long as you want to do it. And I know because I have that. I was going to ask you, do you know this from experience? Yeah, I have a standing invitation to go to Scotland whenever I want and tattoo. Fuck yeah. That's cool. I can go to Malaysia whenever I want and tattoo. You know, if I make the trip out, I have somewhere to work. Um, in fact, my friend from Scotland is going to be joining me this year at Hell City. Nice. So I'm very excited about that. They left to go grab their stuff. I am all alone now without a Gabe or a phone in sight. That's okay. You'll be okay. But yeah. on that note, I'm actually going to get rolling too because I'm going to start packing stuff up so I can get up there earlier. Yeah, I'm going to go find a corner to sleep in because I haven't slept since yesterday morning. Yeah, go do that. Yeah. It's good talking to you. I'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Medusa, as always, you've been a rock star. I really appreciate jumping in today. And uh, I'll be seeing you in a couple hours. <laughs>